I'm going to do the, the preamble. What up, Alphabet Gloop Gang? We have a very special episode today, and that's because I want to watch Squid Games, The Challenge, the finale, the competition show on Netflix, and that's in 45 minutes. So I really want to, like, you know, pump this one out. Lucas, how do you feel about that? Oh, well, is, this is it? We're going? I was giving the preamble, yeah. I, okay, I, I didn't realize that was the actual... Like who was I talking to? I don't know, but I thought because it's my topic, I was the one who started. Who starts it? I know, but I was giving the preamble. You see, this is the thing with Alpha Gloop, and you know, as a Potter myself, <laughs> I've observed that it's more bickering back and forth and less content. Let's get this thing started. My name is Raj, and this is my wife Katie, and hey, we're okay. on Alpha Gloop Pod right now. But you guys just went against the uh, the rule of the, of the land. Who the <laughs> hell are you guys? We didn't introduce you. Oh my god. We have rogue guests on this for the first time. This wasn't on the rule map. <laughs> I guess, I, I, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, we didn't say you can't go rogue. We, we told them a few uh, rules before we started. One of them wasn't don't go rogue. Lucas, I'll give it to you. Go, Lucas. Hi, and welcome to Alphabet Gloop. Uh, we're here today with two special guests to talk about something that begins with the letter G. Are you guys excited to go, 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 get down into it today? Yeah! Woo! Well, Lucas, who are our guests well, thanks for asking that question. We have a very exciting duo here. They are fellow potters themselves, and they have an extremely successful 30 to 40 minute pod called Slow Horses Pod available on Spotify. We've got husband Raj. I met Raj on tour. He's a musician, a singer, songwriter, an artist. And we've got his wife, wife Katie. She is a fashion designer, an interior designer. But more than that, she's a visionary. So we're so happy to have these two extremely creative and fun people on the pod. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you, Alpha Gloop. I just want to say we've got four people in the room today, and that's a world record. <laughs> no, this is just a, I don't think more than four people have been in a room, period, at least not all speaking to each other, right? I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I was always told three was the limit. They yeah. just couldn't seem to manage four. We've never gone above three. We're pushing the boundaries was possible. The math wasn't there, but we said to hell with the math. That's right. <laughs> Stephen Hawking, get your shit out of here. Theory of everything. This is theory of podcasts. That's right. I've listened to Slow Horses podcast and I love it because I love you guys and your voices are really fun to have in the car and you have some good takes. But I was just curious where you got the idea for a podcast titled Slow Horses. Slow Horses came from like what me thinking about where I fit in, in, in the world and in my creative output. And, you know, so many times I, fi I, I find that like, I feel like I'm a slow horse and, you know, r racehorses in the world of, um, fuck, what is like horse jumping called? Um, hurdles. Equestrian, the world of. Yeah, in the equestrian world, <laughs> that's what I was trying to get. In the equestrian world, racehorses are the important ones, and and slow horses are kind of often, you know, not involved in the race, and 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 they go live on a pasture and they're forgotten about. And I so I always felt like I was a slow horse, you know, but like still strong and and beautiful and and powerful. But I'm a slow horse, and I needed to come up with a name for for my record label. And no faith in slow horses is kind of the full thing. What does no faith in slow horses mean? No one has faith in slow horses. Like oh. people often forget about the slow horses, you know, but uh -huh. I, but I personally prefer the idea of being in a big, beautiful green pasture 
being a horse rather than being in the race. So that's kind of the heady explanation for yeah. where, where the name came from. So the podcast is about celebrating the slow horse. But I think it is kind of a journey of two slow horses, you know, people just really figuring it out out here, kind of dolo, like in creative and art. Yeah. And I think also just like, I think most artists compare themselves to other artists, like their contemporaries or their peers. And I think we do that a lot. And oftentimes we feel like we're behind or maybe we're not where we want to be. Um, so I think we're like slow horses in that regard, mm -hmm. even though we're just, we're still in the race. Um, it, everything's just unfolding at our pace. And I think it's kind of a celebration of that and being okay with that. That's really well said. I will say I identify as a dark horse. Cause you're edgy. Interesting. Interesting. Lucas, what kind of horse do you identify as? Uh, I'm a seahorse, I think. Okay. Oh, definitely like a seahorse. Aquatic. I'm I, I'm aquatic. I, I like to get wet. I'm not like other horses in a lot of ways. Um, I do and naturally give birth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah I knew that's coming. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Yeah. Well, guys, that is so and Aquaman great. rides any, me. Yeah, <laughs> I said, and Aquaman rides me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Lucas, uh, what are we talking about today? All right. So uh, today we're talking about something I think everyone can relate to. Everyone is uh, everyone who likes fun. At least some people who are anti-fun, they might be out. But today we're talking about games. Ooh, I love this. Now, when I say games, what's the first kind of game that comes to y'all's mind? Unfortunately, bored. Oh, same. That's the one that comes to mind first for me. I kind of think of hopscotch. Ooh, that's the first game that comes yeah. to your mind? It, it was first the game Sorry, like the okay. board game, okay. and then I immediately thought Hopscotch. Okay, I get that. Interesting. Paul, what about you? I thought of like the more like uh, psychological game that you may play on your unsuspecting uh, romantic partner. Mm. Like that book, The Game? Isn't that a, that's like the <laughs> pickup artist book? Yeah. Do you guys know what that book is? Uh, Husband no. no, the game? Yeah, it's like a manual written uh, by Neil Strauss in 2007. And it's kind of like, basically it details how to like manipulate women uh, for them to like like you and sleep with you. Whoa. Paul, why do you know the author and the year the book was published? <laughs> I know. That was insane. Like off the top of the it's dome. right next to his bed. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, thanks yeah. for saying that, Lucas, because well, I thought the same thing. Let me tell you, it's a very interesting book. There's a lot of great anecdotes in there, and it's a great read. And uh, you know, as a young boy, you're gonna, you're like, you have a lot of questions. You're like, I wrote book reports on this every single semester of high school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. You watch a, you read a lot of books, don't you? I don't know. It's you love to hate it because anyway. was it? Aliki got you a book mm -hmm. for. A lucid dreaming book from Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the how-to book. So I have a how-to lucid dream book, and I did read the how to manipulate women so they can like you. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. Neil Strauss. Do we want that to be public information, Paul? <laughs> well, yeah. No, I I don't. Your think digital it's a footprint, that... man. Think about your digital footprint. What? It's not a secret. <laughs> about your children. <laughs> My children be like, Dad, why did you read that book? Yeah. If I didn't read that book, you wouldn't be here, son. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of um, like unsuspecting young boys reading other types of content, I think. so. Have you guys ever read the Bible? Speaking of books. Not front to back, but we went to Catholic school, so excerpts were definitely kind of fed into our brain. Yeah, mm -hmm. same. Yeah, I went to a, a private a Christian school for a few years. Oh, do you guys meet in Christian school? No. no. Oh, I went no. to okay. Christ a Christian college. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah, Pepperdine. 
Was it like what they say or was it just another college? Mm. Oh yeah, you had to you had to take religion courses, but you didn't have to take like Christian courses, but you did have to go to this thing on Wednesday morning, which was called convocation. And it was like mm-hmm. kind of just like a inspirational speaker that was like leaning a little Christian. That's fresh but, though. I love eh. I don't know, man. I'm I love how-to books and like um self-help self-help books. books. The whole yeah. time I've known Paul, I do too. he's been on the only things he's <laughs> he's read are self-help books and Little House on the Prairie. That's mm. that's interesting. Great, yeah. And the game by Neil Strauss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually just G for the game with Neil Strauss. The Bible is kind of a is a kind of a how-to book. It's a how to get into heaven book. Is it how to get into heaven or just how to avoid hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that's the really question. good. The first yeah. book is how to avoid hell, and the second book is how to get into heaven. Oh, Old Testament, New Testament? Exactly. We're talking testaments now? Yeah, the full title of the game is The Game, Penetrating the Secret Society of Pickup Artists. Hmm. All right. But as a feminist podcast, you know, we have to We don't condone that. We have to yeah, denounce we don't the, condone. the game. But, you know, we, I think it's important to say that this information is out there and we have to look after, you know, the young boys and girls growing up. The little gloopers. The gloopies. Yeah. The gloopies. The gloopies. The gloopies. That's so cute. Sorry, Lucas, to de- derail your topic. Uh, no, that's okay. I just had a more, I had a more interesting one. No, I 100% hear you, but I think we can't be that interesting, so we should probably drop the uh, talk of uh, mentally manipulating women. We can save that for M for mentally manipulating women. Um, but yeah, board <laughs> games. I want to do a talk a little about a board ga- about board games, see maybe what everyone's favorite board games are. And also, I just want to talk a little bit about Monopoly and what we all think of that particular board game, because I think it's very divisive. Mm. Interesting. So what kind of board games did you guys grow up playing? Go ahead. I was a big shoots and ladders gal. Mm. Now, do you play shoots and ladders, not snakes and ladders? Because that's kind of a contentious topic. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of snakes and ladders. Really? I was a shoots, shoots fam. Where did you grow up? In Thousand Oaks, California. Maybe it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. Because I didn't know about shoots and ladders until I kind of came of age. Oh, interesting. interesting. Have you heard of snakes and ladders, Raj? No, but... This is an insane episode to have me on because he I'm the least game games. playing fool on oh, this planet. No. I love games. Really? Oh, dude, you have no idea. My mom is a game head. Real gamer. Um, All my aunts and uncles. And, oh, for real? Like, when we get into video games, I'll say it again. Paul knows this. I've probably said this a million times on tour. Like, I'm not. I don't play games. I, I like to talk. I don't even like drinking games necessarily. I just like to stand around and talk. Now, Raj, do you like, so this is my favorite type of game. It's kind of like the social deduction game, you know, like Mafia or like Code Words, Code Names. Secret Hitler, Werewolf. Spyfall. Have you ever, have you played those games? We should I've play literally it. never played that once. Never even heard of them. I, oh, well, you. I think you would love it. It's kind of like there's like a secret like mole in the group, like a secret agent, but they're pretending to be like one of the others and you have to like oh, that's deduce cool. who it is. Yeah, you would like it. You have to be a good That'd liar. be a fun game to play on tour. Yeah, that would actually be fun. But I think I wanted to play one tour, but like you have to get everyone like on board because, you know, it takes some amount of like suspension of disbelief and like engagement. So like everyone needs do to Do you be play in seat like in a room together or do you like... Could we be in a van playing this game? Or? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, the, like in Mafia, there's like a killer and like during one game like segment, the, the killer will like point at someone they want to kill. Well, everyone's eyes are closed. 
Yeah. So <laughs> the driver is going to have to close their eyes uh, for a little of it, but, you know, it's still possible as long as they're... Okay, that sounds safe. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for a long straightaway and you're good. So, Lucas, how about you? Lucas is a gamer, dude. Lucas, he, I, I'm, I'm not that much of a gamer. Him. I don't know about that. He plays Dungeons and Dragons. I do play Dungeons and Dragons a lot. I've always wanted to play. He plays Fortnite, as previously discussed on the pod. I don't play Fortnite. I just know all about Fortnite. Sure. Okay, I need to get a... Uh, you do play Dungeons? I need to know what it is. Okay. Um, That's a question I've been asked so many times, and I still have trouble kind of breaking <laughs> it down because it's so many different things. But essentially what it is... It's like a fantasy role-playing game where one person who's called the Dungeon Master creates like a world and like a story that he kind of like plans on you as players to go on, go on the adventure. And then there's like three to five usually people who all have different characters that are different races, like gnomes or elves or humans, and they can be wizards or warriors, blah, blah, blah. And essentially like it's usually starts like you're all in a tavern. What do you do? And then... From there, a lot of it is just kind of basically improv, like just being like, um, I talked oh, to cool. the cabin. The, Wait. the Yeah. So you said there were dwarves? That's one of the races. Yeah. Okay. Why is there racism in the taverns? <laughs> there, there can be. Luckily, all the dungeon masters I've played with have avoided racism. Why? In the games we try, that's not a topic. <laughs> I did play as one um, dragonborn, which is kind of like an anthropomorphic dragon. And part of his bit was he really hated giants. Um, he was a sizist. But like, okay, there's not like racism. That's not a bit unless you've got there's a, still hate. There's yeah, still hate in the game because there's hate in the world. Um, and then the mm -hmm. one other kind of facet of it that like is important is that all the like chance stuff is dependent on dice rolls. So if you're in the tavern, you're like, Hey, I want to flirt up that. Uh, I want to riz up that cute bartender. You'll have like a charisma stat. That's a certain level. And then you roll a 20 sided die and whatever you roll plus your charisma stat will determine like how effectively you riz up the bartender. Interesting. Interesting. Did you know that our previous guest, Aliki is in a dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons what? group. Yeah. She's I been, did not know I that. didn't even know this either. She told me this. She's like, yeah, I've been doing this for like a year and a half with these friends I don't even know. It's crazy. That's crazy. And she's like, it's so That's fun. cool. Sounds fun. I think we should move on. We have so much to talk about. So Lucas had a few questions. We talked about our favorite games and he wanted to talk about Monopoly. Yeah, I just want get, to get up on Monopoly for a hot second. Um, Paul, I know you really like Monopoly, right? You know, I love rules, and if you play Monopoly by the rules, I don't know. I, I, I like I understand Monopoly is like a tough game, and it's actually only fun for whoever wins. But I it's just not fun in general. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily like. I used to bring Monopoly to uh, to parties, like, you know, yeah, to like social gatherings. But I will say, uh, when Leaky and Lucas with a K got married, I gifted them a personalized monopoly board and each property was like a different moment in their relationship and it was oh really cute oh my god that's really so gift yeah. lord over here wow <laughs> I know, I know, gift lord and then i, I should have gave it to you guys i'm sorry i'll <laughs> katie uh wife katie and husband rajopoly but um yeah that's crazy that's really that's good really Paul. Sweet. What, what do you guys think of monopoly do you have takes um, so growing up with a father who's quite a great and ruthless businessman i don't remember monopoly being very fun wow um, did you play it with your father? My only memories of playing it was with my sister and my dad, and they're both in the same business and do business together. 
And like my sister was the type of person, I was thinking about this the other day, who when we when was super little, she clocked that the crosswalk changed when that, you know, um, relating light turned red. Hmm. And like, I must have been like... 14 years old or something. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so these types of games, part of it was just, I was kind of stupid, I think. Don't do that. <laughs> no, same. But no, no, seriously. Like that's, I think, part of the reason why I was, I, I didn't like games was I was terrible. So that's, I guess, to, I don't even know if I answered the question, but those are my memories of Monopoly. I loved Monopoly. I loved it because I was good at it. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> you're great like, at it. Really, I figured out like which properties to buy really early on. And I always like, I love my sister's younger than me. And she would like never really want to hang out with me after like a certain age. And I understood it was like a really long form game. So oh, I would like kind of manipulate her into yeah. playing it with me. Like the game. Um, yeah. Like yes. yeah. manipulating women. It all, it's all coming back. Yeah. <laughs> women manipulating women. <laughs> what about you guys? We're a feminist podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's you, what's your guys' relationship? I think kind of similar to Raj. Like, it's just a really complicated game, and you have to, like, think ahead a lot. And, like, yeah. I was – I don't – I was definitely – I'm still too dumb to play Monopoly because I just don't care and I can't get invested in it. Okay. Whereas like games like Shoots and Ladders where it's all chance or games like Mafia where it's kind of more social manipulation and it's sort of that. I don't like using my analytical brain in games. I like using like my word brain, I guess. I like Scrabble a lot. Scrabble's probably my favorite classic. Lucas, good one. Is the game you want us to play like because it takes so long? Is it Monopoly? Are we playing Monopoly? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the twist. I, I brought up uh, the Monopoly Go app, and we're all just gonna go around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Lucas right. is like, check your guys's front door. Yeah. <laughs> Personalized Monopoly. One thing I do like about Monopoly, and I'm curious, is um, there's a lot of different pieces, and I feel like everyone has kind of emotional attachments to certain pieces. Like I really like the shoe. Um, what piece do you guys pick in Monopoly? As a kid, I would pick the car because I was a boy, but um, mm. now I'll probably pick the thimble because I think it's, I don't even know if they make it anymore. They probably, I think they took it out, the thimble, because it was so boring. I think it was too, it wasn't woke enough was what their official yeah, statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They replaced it with like a tampon because that's more woke. <laughs> okay, that was sure. really good. Was there a cannon? Yeah. I think so. I'm pretty sure I used to like to play with the cannon. I think I played with the top hat. Yeah, yeah. That's another classic. Fashion girly. Fashion. Fashion girly. <laughs> oh, or the thimble. I remember the thimble. Also fashion What is girly. a thimble? Just Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's a, For sewing? Yeah, it's like incredibly protection. Incredibly mid um, token. Incredibly mid token. A thimble. I just want to add so two very interesting pieces of information. I, um, I once did a History Day project on monopolies. What's History Day? History Day is like a competition for, for nerds in high school. History science fair. History Science Fair. And um, the fun fact that I can come and share with you is that like when they made Monopoly, they literally designed it not to be fun. They were like, Monopolies are not good and we're going to make the worst game ever. And somehow it took off. They succeeded. But uh, so I consider myself as a uh, expert on Monopoly because I was when I was 15 years old. But I'm just realized we have another expert in the house and that's Katie, the fashion expert. And I'm curious to ask you if you have any tips on what's currently in in the uh, zeitgeist mm. right Cool. Now. It's a good question. For men? Just no, I think overall. Good question. I mean, right now for the girlies, 
it's very beau coquette kind of vibe. Oh, I know what that it's means. Like, yeah. I was yes. gonna say clearly Bo Coquette. Bo yes. Coquette, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucas, yeah. You, that, yeah. you could have not even said that. Yeah. I go to Target. I'm like, hey, do you do you have? Where's the Bo Coquette section? Goes without saying. <laughs> it goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but for men, for men, I think it's. I'm about to come in. You know, I'm about to. I think there's kind of a monochromatic um, era going on for men right now. Hmm. Um, so as a men's fashion expert, okay. Um, can I go? Okay. While we have a men's fashion expert in the house too, this is great. What is in for men that I've been seeing? It's monochromatic mm, in this household, (laughs) but, uh, I think like the leaders of fashion currently, uh, would like the person that comes out comes first to mind is Jacob Elordi for menswear. Mm. And why I say that Jacob is because... Jacob Elordi? Of Saltburn fame. Yeah. He's, and why he's at the hot forefront take. of the... No, place. no, he's up there for me, for current menswear. But let me let me get my point off. In in men's fashion, in menswear right now, it's a pretty exciting time, especially for like kind of um, mid-tier taste, big brands. So take J. Crew, take Banana, take... Um, B for Banana. Uh, yeah, J. Crew, Banana. Um, there are these brands like Noah, um, even Palace, but it's kind of like a business casual thing that's going on. So big pants are back in. They're getting a little slimmer to a straight fit. Um, a vintage white tee, um, something like a like a cashmere or a mohair sweater with some sort of a vintage cap, a pair of loafers. That's kind of the current trend in men's fashion. Um See, I think it's kind of like going back to basics. Like, I think it's a lot of it's, basic yeah, true uniforms, basics. Yeah. like like white tees yes. with jeans. But yes. then I think men are now adopting more like accessorization. Yes. Bracelets. Um, yeah. Specifically. Then bracelets. Yep. Bracelets. Jewelry. Also, I feel like men are kind of more wearing, maybe it's not a purse, but it's like a satchel well, or a crossbody. Jacob Elordi. Yep. Jacob Elordi yeah. has been rocking the yeah. Pharrell um, Louis Vuitton uh, little speedy bag. Yep. Also really- workwear. It's all it's all um menswear is going to more fitted. It's it's kind of like a late eighties yeah, late eighties silhouettes. Uh like a really well fitting jean with a tighter t shirt, um, on these guys that have like real buff builds. Um kind of like a, the bear. some sort of a that look. Yes, ex- Jeremy Allen White. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking Good about. Good job, Lucas. Yep. I'd call it a little more nineties, but so Let's do a quick, Lucas, let's do a quick rapid fire. This is kind of like a pop quiz um, segment okay. uh, for our guests about fashion. Uh, I'll start. Uh, rapid fire. Uh, Crocs, yes or no? Yes. Oh. Do we like them or are they in or yeah, out? are they is in that or out? Like, should, in, should they're I like in. I don't like them, but they're in. Okay. I say they're in too. Crocs with or without sandals. Uh, sorry, socks. Either uh, people seem to be wearing them with more. I think either. But I think tis the season, winter mm. vibes, probably socks. True. Keep those toes warm. What about a really big hat with a wide brim? Out. Oh. It's out, although I do still rock it. Graphic tees in or out? In. Vintage in. preferred. Vintage, uh, vintage ones are in. Again, so it's something I don't really wear, but they are in. I oh think they're my. forever in. No way. I, I hate, I don't know. That's just a personal preference. If graphic tees went out, Hot Topic would be out of business. That's kind of the yeah, thing. True. Facts, yeah. Those are the, all the pieces of uh, clothing that me and Lucas uh, know exist. So. Essentially, yeah. I'll tell you, Birkenstocks in, uh, Selvage Denim in. Oh, my God. 
He's playing his own game. Knitwear mm-hmm. in. Yes. <laughs> What's out? What's out? Um. I mean, the skinny jean. Okay. Is easy. Dead buried. Of course. Yep. Do you, what, what if I wear skinny jeans? People would be like, "Wow, he's a trendsetter." He's not like other guys. No, they'd be like, wow, look at that millennial. I think it would be tight if you were like, no, 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 like brought it back in. I think that would be cool. I think it's a little too soon. Like a 2027 rollout for skinny yeah. jeans, bring them back. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah, that's yeah. what's on our calendar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's our yeah. trend for it. We'll share our calendar with you. Yeah, yeah, we can sync. Uh, sorry for once again derailing our topic. Do you think we should play our game, Lucas? Um, I just... Could I like bring up one more uh, game related yeah, 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 thing yeah, I'd like yeah. to discuss? Sure. Yeah. One thing that I've just kind of noticed in the the gaming sphere and especially the kind of like party games like adults board games are for adults now. They're at bars. That's we've established that because we all have arrested development. But there are just so many games now that are like kind of cards against humanity style. It feels like every single Instagram meme account has like their own game like what do you meme and like uh there's one new phone who dis and it's all just the same game i think you guys know what i'm talking about like that Mm -hmm, kind of vibe mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm just i don't know i'm just sick of it i feel like it's i don't know i i'm just i just have a rant i don't have a discussion really to bring up with this but no i totally agree everything does not need to be fucking monetized and i Mm. get it like i also like money too but like we're at such a level of, um, I don't know enough about this, so take this with a grain of salt, but like capitalism, where um, every, every, everything is a brand. Like, we don't need any more Instagram accounts making fucking games. We don't need... Exactly. We don't need... I, you know, it's an interesting thing with games, too, an interesting topic that kind of would glue me and Paul's career to this um, is, um, you know, on Twitter or on TikTok... On X, yeah, but but on TikTok, people will 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 put up a video, and below it, they'll put up like those running games. Oh yeah, yeah. like Temple yeah. Run or like Subway Surfers. Like Temple Run, exactly. I showed my mom that over Thanksgiving, and she just lost all hope for the future of humanity. Games, actually, for for the topic of the episode, for the sake of the episode, yeah, good or job. Honestly, yeah, maybe kind of fucking everybody because everyone's attention span and everyone's need to be um, so. Um, what's it called? Like stimulated. stimulated all the time. Yeah, yeah. Where I there was a there was a band who who did. I thought it was so clever. They used the Temple Run kind of gag as their live. I saw like was during it the show. I think it was no, nineteen seventy five is who I saw do it. That's that's oh, right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Which I thought was hilarious. Joji actually played Smash Brothers on the screen. Oh, I did see but- that. What uh, what we are gonna do when we have our video component of the podcast, we're gonna have Subway Surfers like on uh, split screen with our video content, so people will yeah, be engaged. We'll keep watching. Plus, Family yeah. Guy clips in the corner. Nice. Yeah, slow horses. We're considering doing porn. I think probably yeah. keeping porn <laughs> videos. That's Just nice. like a right hand corner mm-hmm. like, genre, like a different genre. Yeah, each week. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Could be. Every week, different, yeah, different subgenres. Yeah. yeah. Okay. BBWs one crash. week, mature the next week, et cetera. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Because Inclu- we are an inclusive pod. We'll include oh, okay. furries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, furries for yeah, sure. Inclusive. Animated and live action uh, content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both. For Lucas, cartoon master. Right. I'm not a... Uh, Mike... What, Lucas? No, just, just move on. Lucas, do you watch cartoon porn or... I don't watch cartoon porn. 
Why did you want to <laughs> move away from the topic though? Because because uh, you're just because now people are going to think I watch cartoon porn, but I I do not watch. I didn't say any it. cartoon porn. I said, do you watch cartoon porn? And you literally just said the words, I watch cartoon porn. No, I said I do back. not watch cartoon porn. No, you said people are going to think I watch cartoon porn, and in that it's the statement I watch cartoon porn. It's like a Freudian no, slip. I don't think that's <laughs> true. Freud probably watched back. cartoon porn of his mom. I watch cartoon porn, but I watch cartoon porn. No, no more flashbacks because there's nothing to flash back to. Okay, man. Sorry, I just, I, I'm just about it. Like, for example, I'm not hiding the fact that I read the game when I was a young one, the book on how to manipulate and. And I'm not saying things. I've never seen cartoon porn, but it's probably been it's been a very long time, and I've never was like okay, yeah, it's cartoon fine. porn. Okay, sorry. It was an era he, for a period of time, watched cartoon porn. I'll be honest. The I will say the first porn. I know we're talking about little boy stuff, but uh. <laughs> First porn I watched was hentai. So. That's cartoon porn. Oh, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. cartoon porn. I don't know what that is. H for hentai. We'll save that for episode H. <laughs> Ooh, don't spoil it. <laughs> Can I circle back real quick to um yeah, circle back. to kind of tie some things together with porn? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, because like there's those games, you know, the porn games on the side where it's like. You're saying there's these ads for porn games that you're saying. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like... Like, try not to come challenge and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't heard about this. Yeah. There's like a click You have or haven't, Katie? Katie, you have or haven't? I haven't heard about this. I've watched porn, but I don't know about porn games. I've never clicked one. I don't know if it's a real game, but they claim it's like undress the anime girl gotcha i i have investigated this topic for research purposes of course and Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. i can report because i have a podcast and i I need to do the work that people don't want to do so i can report to our audience i'm providing value but in my research what they're advertising there's never a game you can you can never do what they're saying and honestly, just like there's no hot milfs in the area. Ex- wow, that's yeah. so good. <laughs> Debatable. Well, there are, but they're not looking for you. Wow. But anyway, if like not that I was looking for like a game that you know could enhance my edging session, gooning session, goon session. <laughs> Maybe that's something we can. What make. is goon sesh? I don't think we can get into that. Paul, do you want to explain gooning? Okay. Um, I can Google it. Should I Google it? Should we, it's no, just when you it's edge not, it, like all day. Oh, that's gooning? Yeah. Yeah, that's I hilarious. Think... It's what the kids are doing now. It's scary. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lucas. Thanks for um, bringing this very important topic to light. I just think it's a it's a kind of game that wouldn't have gotten discussed otherwise, and we were on the topic, um, so I thought yeah. I'd bring it up. Might as well cover it, yeah. Well, I think it's a great time, Lucas. I think we need to play our game. You've prepared a I think so too. for us, I heard. I think so, too. I think we've talked some good games. Now it's time to uh, put our money where our mouth is. Are you guys ready to play a game? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. This is going to be a collaborative game. It is not competitive, so there's not going to be winners, losers, or anyone pitching a fit, Paul. Um, Are you ready to hear the rules? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. This is a game called Grape, Gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, colon, a lifetime of decision making. The way this game's going to work is I'm going to give you guys a series of scenarios that are playing out through the life of a fictional character who you control. 
and you're going to be brought to crossroads where you have to make decisions and you have to decide whether in the scenario you're going to utilize a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Are you all familiar with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? At least loosely? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. So basically, I'm going to give you the scenario. I want you all to talk it out and then kind of give me an answer. Um, and your decision will affect what happens next in the story. It's um, There are branching paths I've laid out for everyone. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to get in depth. Okay. I'm just going to give you like one or two practice ones so you just make sure you get it and then we'll dive into the story. Okay. Cool. This is kind of like the mobile game Bit Life. Do you guys know what that is? I'm not familiar. No. Okay. Let's continue. Okay. So example, you're on a picnic and you've got a hankering for a little juicy treat. To satisfy your cravings, do you pick a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Talk it out. Uh, I think it's Grandpa Joe. That's what I was thinking. Because the water content in Grandpa Joe is a lot bigger than the content in a grape. And I'm concerned about whether or not we're going to be hydrated. True. So I'm thinking while the grape might be your first guess, eating the grape might lead to death. Because we don't know how much water we're going to get in the future. So True. I would... I would go grab for Grandpa Joe. It's funny. I was thinking gondola so Why? I could take my happy ass back to town from this oh. hike and sit down for a proper lunch. Oh, See, wow. this is what's great mm. about this game is there are different options you can pick. We don't have to do that one to completion, but for these next challenges, I would you, I would like you all to come to a consensus. Um, okay. Let's play the game. I think, we're, I think we got it. I think we got yeah, it. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Here we go. First, um, and there's going to be six scenarios that we have to play through. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right, scenario one. You're between four and seven months old, and your teeth are just starting to come in. Your mouth hurts like hell, and you need something to make the pain go away. Do you choose a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory to chew on? This is going to factor into whether you need braces as a teen. This one's a little tough. Um, do you guys have any ideas? I'm going Grandpa Joe. I think Grandpa Grandpa Joe Joe because I recall him always wearing socks. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's a good thing to like non. Interesting. You never saw his feet. Wasn't he always under a blanket? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think they like walked around I think he had socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fair to assume he'd wear socks. He was in pajamas. No, I think I may have seen his toes. But regardless, I think a child But that was on a different site. (laughs) Charlie in the cum factory. Regardless, it could have been cartoon. (laughs) <laughs> I think if he didn't have socks on, I think the child, we could suck on his toes as well, and that would be enjoyable. I think that would work out. So we're yeah, going Grandpa Joe on fingers. Thing. Yeah, I, I think, think that's an Joe. easy one. That's a clear Let's yeah. go Grandpa Joe. All right, then Grandpa Joe comes. He happily lets you remove his socks um, and suck on his toes. And mm-hmm. I don't think you guys are going to need braces as a teen because of yes. that. I think you made a good choice there. Thank Fast you. forward. It's your first day of school. It's show and tell. To get the best grade and the most clout amongst your classmates, do you present for show and tell a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I should say, if you continue to pick the same one over and over, that will also affect the outcome. So I want you to keep that in mind. But who? what do you do for well, show and tell? Well, I think the point of this game is to pick the best answer. So I think it's okay. I'm just putting it out there. We want There's to- no right or wrong answers here. It's like I said, branching path. You're just going to get to a conclusion. Oh. Okay. Do we know what class this is for? That's a good question. Interesting. Um, it's it's like you're like like seven years old, so it's just kind of like general 
like General school. Class. There's one okay. teacher for everything. I'm thinking a gondola. That is what I was thinking. <clears throat> because I want to flex my wealth and affluence to and the who other side. Who has se- a gondola? Yeah. Just like uh, who chilling. has a gondola, but who also can bring a gondola to school? Yeah, exactly. that's what I was thinking. Are you going to be able to carry that on your own? But I guess if you had Oompa Loompas, no. Well, then you need Charlie's grandpa. Yeah. And you can't have um, both. Yeah. But and his ass is staying in bed. Oh yes. So he would not be very much help. In fact, he's out on this one because you're gonna have to shower him. You're not. Yeah. Gonna, you're not he's bringing not all that stink bed. into your classroom. Yeah. And who wants to present a grape? Yeah. Yeah. No one will be into that. All right. So you're picking gondola for yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unanimous answer. Okay. Cool. Um, the kids are really impressed by this. They all want to take turns sitting in the gondola. However, your teacher is a little bit annoyed because her and another teacher did have to help you lug it in it, lug it in and out. But you still got like a okay. B minus. Okay. Fast forward. Good job, team. You're 13 years old, and your first ever school dance is coming up. You have the biggest crush on Gabriel Gabrielson, the hottest boy in seventh grade. You're nervous to ask him to be your date. You don't know if he'll say yes. He's not just your crush. He's the crush of every middle school middle schooler at the Guy Gardner School for Goblins. If you're going to ask him, you're going to need to go big. To do this dance posal, do you incorporate into your proposal a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Simple. A grape. Absolutely. Why? Yeah, why? Because I would imagine you could put do the ever-so-classic half a grape in my mouth, half a grape in your mouth kiss situation. Mm-hmm. You could do that. That's very sensual. So I'm trying to bring love to the pod. I'm trying to bring romance to this episode. Yeah, I don't know how good Grandpa Joe would be at like helping you secure the date. And back in his time when he was at school dances, they were treating women different. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we need or to bring men. him involved yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave Grandpa <laughs> Joe out of this one. I think. Yeah. So we're going grape. I think for me, yeah. I'm going grape. I mean, but what if you took? Gabriel on a gondola ride. Yeah, so I'm thinking, and you had the guy singing. You know what I mean. You brought the water as well, and then you know the, the mime is like singing Italian. I would say just to remind you that you just had those teachers help you with the gondola a few <laughs> months ago. So Gabriel's probably really stoked to be able to ride the gondola again. Um, he and, never got to and ride some it. private time because dances do get quite intimate. I think okay. it's a clear okay. answer. I'll go gondola. We're going gondola. Okay, a unanimous decision. <laughs> I like how I say unanimous. Gabriel is very impressed with your gondola ride uh, proposal. He's a little perturbed that there is a mime singing in Italian, as usually mimes do not speak. But he lets he, he lets that brush <laughs> off his shoulder, and he says, "Yes, I would love to go to the dance with you. You go, Aww, you have a great time, did. and now you're um, the hottest couple at Guy Garner's school for goblins." One year passes. You're 14. You're heartbroken. After you were dumped by Gabriel over Yahoo Instant Messenger. You had a great eight-month relationship. You kissed and held hands a few times, but it's over. You want to write the most angsty, moody breakup song that a teen has ever written. But unfortunately, all traditional instruments and means of making music were destroyed in the Goblin War. So you'll you'll have to improvise. Do you write your song using a grape, a gondola, or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as your instrument. I'll defer to you. I think you have the expert opinion, Raj. So I think uh, 
being the expert that I am, have you guys ever come across like Instagram videos of dudes in jail? Yeah. Making songs. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah seen that. And they'll be like, and they'll like yeah. have like a song off their body, you know? Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I'm going with the grandpa because yeah. he can, he can play. He can body box or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, beatbox mm-hmm. on his body. Hambone. Yeah, while you sing. Yeah. So I'm going grandpa. I want to add, in the original film, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, is that what it's called? The original's Willy Wonka. We're going off Charlie and the Chocolate okay. Factory, the Johnny Depp. Oh, we are? Oh, this is... Diff- I don't know if this happens, but after Charlie gets the golden ticket, Grandpa Joe, he steps out of bed and he sings and dances because he's jolly. So he has that musicality that could help out in this. True. That's all I'm thinking right now. So I'm okay with Grandpa Joe. Are we going cool. Grandpa yeah. Joe on this one? Unanimously, I think, right? Yeah, I Unanimously. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandpa Joe does his ham boning and you sing your song about how much you miss Gabriel. And you do go viral for a moment. You have a popular TikTok song, TikTok sound. However, you do not, um, your 15 minutes of fame do not last. You do continue moving forward with your life, but it might not be the life of an artist, unfortunately. But Flash don't you forward. think mm-hmm. we could be slow horses? True. Facts. You could be slow horses, but I'm saying in this scenario, that horse is not moving. And unfortunately, you've you've lost that drive in the end. God fucking damn it. Sorry, guys, but um, I don't I don't make the rules. Flash forward. It's it's Goblin High graduation day. You're finally escaping. College obviously is off the table after your run in with the GPD and you're going to need to need a job. That being said, all jobs require references and you have no prior work experience on your uh, application for a reference. Do you use a grape, a gondola or a Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I'm looking at Roger's face right now. He's deep in thought. He's really. Yeah, I am. I'm thinking Grandpa Joe. Again, I'm thinking no. Grandpa Joe, but I am worried about his conservative ass. I agree, I'm just worried yeah. about how a grape or a gondola will like provide no, the reference. But I think like a grape is very familiar, so I think people wouldn't bat an eye if they saw a grape as a reference because they they know what it is. You know, gondola a little bit, you know, foreign. Mm-hmm. Can, mm-hmm. Grandpa Joe, I he's a he's a wild card. Okay, I'm with Paul. Well, a grape is sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but they can also be bitter. She's sour. Yeah. Fuck. Lucas, I don't think grape jelly is of much use. That's private. I'm going grape. But I guess what color is the grape? I think green. <laughs> I've been envisioning a green grape full. It's yeah, funny. I've been envisioning a purple, like been, a red grape or whatever. I've been purple grape. Green because Do you guys want to restart yeah, just fun. so you are all on the same page? From the beginning of the game? Yeah, just so you all know the grape's the same color. <laughs> I, I think we might have to do that no we're not restarting the game you can't restart Why your not? life you can't restart this one either okay well i didn't say you didn't give us all the rules in the beginning okay let's just say let's, let's just say grape. let's just go for grape and we haven't used the grape yet all right you're um the recruiter gives the grape a phone call and obviously it's a grape so it doesn't speak however the fact that it answered the phone was impressive enough and they're really not looking for the most glowing reviews they just want to know someone can vouch for you and you, they take the grape as that and you are hired to this position flash forward this is the final segment this life is so arduous it's, it's the decisions you make it's the decisions you make and where they lead you 
you're on your deathbed. You lived a good long life. You and Gabriel may not have made it in the long run. He took the kids and all of your Roombas, but that's okay. You've encountered lots of beautiful things in your life, and you've always had who and what matters by your side. You're at peace. You only have one item of business left before you slip into that great beyond. Who do you leave your gazillions of grams of gold that you accumulated at Gobcorp to? They gave the gazillions of grams of gold to you in one gigantic block, however, so splitting the gold is not an option. In your dying breath, do you leave your legacy to the grape, the gondola, or to Grandpa Joe, who is still alive but is frankly very old and deeply disconnected from reality at this point? Where does the money go? I think this is the hardest question of them all. You got to think who's been there for you this whole time. Who's really held your hand when you needed a hand to hold. Mm. See, I'm going the gondola. I'm thinking grape. I'm thinking Why are you going Joe? gondola? Because Ooh, the gondola, tension. the money can be reinvested into, uh, I don't know, yeah. lubricants and mechanisms to make the gondola continue to go mm-hmm. for other people like me coming up through their oh, life pause, journey. Pause. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I forgot to mention this decision will determine whether you go to heaven or hell. I'm still going gondola. See, I'm going great because Grape vouched for you when he needed that job. Yeah. Also, Grandpa's, grandpa's dying. Yeah, Grandpa's on his last leg. Grandpa's, Let's be real here. We're not going to front because so we don't know where he's going to leave that money. Um, I think like Grape. Oh, also, the, All grape, right, I'll go grape. the Grape like grapes come in bunches. True. So Grape could have a pretty big family that you could True. be helping out. True. Okay. Planting more grapes. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're going grapes. Grapes, your final answer? Yep. Yes. You fade out slowly. You will all of your possessions to grape. You close your eyes. You let it all go. You're ready to meet the great beyond. But then you wake up. You wake up back in the hospital room and the doctor tells you, you got a skin transplant. I didn't mention this, but it was your skin that was um, causing you to die. And you say, oh, my God, I can't believe someone donated their skin to me. Where's Grape? I need to talk about this. And then Grape says, the doctor says, who do you think (gasps) gave you the skin? (laughs) Oh, my God. I have goosebumps. (laughs) Oh, my God. And for that, Grape Grape goes to heaven. And thank you guys so much for playing oh Grape Gondola God. or Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, A Lifetime of Decision Making. How do you feel oh about my. your outcome? Bittersweet, man. Yeah, that was kind of like though. a great. That was a great game. Thank you, Lucas. I just wanted to take you guys on a little adventure. Why don't you send us off? Lucas? That was Grape. <laughs> um, grape. Well, I, I'd love to send us off, guys. But first... Um, Slow horses, folks. Do you have? Do you guys have anything else you'd like to plug, promote, or just talk about? What are your handles? You want to drop anything? Yeah, I mean, our Instagram is no faith in slow horses. So is our TikTok, right? <laughs> we don't have a TikTok yet. Uh, our podcast is uh, slow horses. Um, if you search for it on Spotify, it's the first one that will come up. Flex. <laughs> uh, I'm husband Raj, and your Instagram is Jane.noise. Yep. And I'm wife Katie, and my Instagram is Katie Marie Chambers. <laughs> Sick. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we discussed all types of games, including porn games this week. Uh, listeners, tune in next week to hear what H is for. You may not remember, but in episode zero, I did call my shot. H was going to be a big one. So 
Get excited for that. If you want to find us on Instagram, you can go to at alpha gloop. Give us a follow. Send us a message. We'll send you a sticker. Listen to us next week on Spotify for another great episode. But until then, we love you guys. It's Spotify. It's Spotify and more. Spotify what? and Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Why aren't you guys on Apple Podcasts, Slow Horses? Are you guys Spotify exclusive? Yeah, but I just, because I can't figure out how to put it on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help it's coming you. coming soon, like the TikTok. Paul can walk you through it. Guys, thank you so much again for coming. Uh, of thanks course. For thanks us. for having us. And having this monumental world record. Most people in a room. Yeah, this was huge. Yeah. Yep. This is a force. We'll be talking about this for a long time. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank thanks for you. having us. Have a good night, everyone. We love you. Thanks. You too. Peace. See ya.